Welcome back to Local News Live. I am Camila Rueda, and today we are joined by Dr. Suzanne Barcher. She is the Education Advisor and Vice President of Curriculum over at Lingo Kids. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be here. Thank you. Now, Dr. Barchers, we are, you know, facing that harsh reality that summer is almost over. The school year is just about to start again, and that can actually be very emotional, very overwhelming for some students. So tell us a little bit about that, you know, transition of the end of summer and getting ready for school once again. Just like going to a new job, it can be a little bit scary and pretty exciting all at the same time. So I like to think of this as an adjustment in three areas, physical, social, and academic. So first with the physical, start adjusting that bedtime to fit whatever that new school year is going to require. Think about the calendar, what the new schedule is going to be. Be a little careful not to overschedule the kids. I know sometimes we get into fall sports and maybe dance classes and tutoring and other things and ease your children into that if you can, because it, it gets really kind of tough. If you can visit the classroom, it's, especially if your child hasn't been in a full in-class situation for the last year, and think about the social things. Brainstorm how you're gonna make a new friend, talk about how you might admire somebody's shirt, or if you see somebody sitting by themselves, go up and be courageous. Say, would you like to play with me? Would you like to take a walk around the playground or go on the swings with me? That may be your new best friend for life. You just don't know. And I think for the academic part of it, um, for your kids who are in grades three and up, one of the best things you can do is help them in math to learn their math facts. Get out a ball, toss it back and forth. Three times three is nine, four times three is 12. And sometimes that movement with the game part of it just helps cement that learning so that it, it feels more comfortable and the automaticity is built in. I also like to recommend that you keep reading aloud with and to your children. Have them load the dishwasher while you read aloud or say, do you want to read aloud to me? Then I'll load the dishwasher and give those options to the children just to reinforce that learning keeps going through the summer into the fall and throughout the year. These are some great tips, and I love how you broke it down and separated, you know, focus on the physical, focus on the social, and focus on the academic. A big part of the things that you're saying is also visualizing your students during the school year and helping them achieve those goals. So in what other ways can we help them get ready for the year beforehand? Well, one of the things with the social aspect is we've all been wearing masks for the last three years. And we need to remember that if we're smiling behind a mask, it takes a while for that to radiate up to the eyes. So if your children are required to wear masks in school, think about that and how you need to be a little bit more expressive than usual. And another little way that I like to extend the time with the children at the home, uh, cooking together as a family, you can do fractions, you can do volume. 
I used to say to my grandkids when I was homeschooling them during COVID that bath time is math time. And I would fill up the bathtub with plastic measuring cups and different kinds of volume containers so that we could talk about that and make it a natural part of the bath time. And I think one of the other things that's just so important is establishing that routine. Build a calendar together, do chores together. I used to, on my children's birthdays, say, okay, you're a year older, now you're responsible for something else in the house. And let's talk about three choices. You could walk the dog, you could empty the dishwasher, or you could take out the trash. Which one do you wanna do? And I'd let them have that choice. And they'd also get a little bit of an increase in their allowance, but it just reinforced the idea that you're part of this family, you're older, we all have things we're responsible for, and just like going to a new job, you're going to a new school, and your responsibilities are increasing here at home too. You have some great ideas, Dr. Barchers. I hope everyone watching is taking notes because a lot of this is interactive and makes it a lot more fun for the kids. And now, in, during the summer, you know, kids are running around, they're playing sports, playing games. How do we prepare them for that sitting in a classroom and, you know, for all those hours? It's a, it's a very different lifestyle. Yes, I have a very dear friend who's a pediatrician, and we talk about screen time a lot. And how do you manage that? And let's face it, we as parents and grandparents, we just need those quiet minutes once in a while, and it's really easy to send them to the screens and let them have that time. Her recommendation is make sure that your child has breaks that it's outside playing, doing something physical, a total of two hours a day. And even if during the morning you have to get them up a little bit early and say, okay, you're gonna have 20 minutes of outside playtime, or maybe you can't be outside because you're in a city, and envi city environment, you might schedule it for after school. And the schools are pretty good about building in recess and lunch breaks, but encourage your children to make that new friend and play actively during that time so they're ready to sit back and take time at the desk and be productive. Okay, so a little bit more of a routine and um, making some adjustments here and there. And now, you That's know, right. we're starting a new year. Kids are getting a little bit older. So how can we encourage them to um, do better in school this year, better than last year and set new goals for themselves? Yeah, it's true. We've slid behind because of the inconsistency of schooling during the last few years. And it's just one of those adjustments we've all had to make. So set short-term goals. If you have a sixth grader who is having difficulty with perhaps the vocabulary of a more academic subject like social studies or biology, take time together to figure out how you can work on those words and the spellings perhaps. If you, if you have the means, maybe plan on the weekend to do a museum visit in a related content area to just immerse your child in that and be supportive. Talk about the times you've struggled in school because we've all struggled in some subject area and figure out ways to help with that that are more fun and involve the whole family. Set up rewards. 
if we get through this week, we have a good week at school, we're going to have movie night, pop some popcorn, maybe read a book and watch the movie that's related to it that helps children become critical readers and critical viewers of media in the process. Well, I have to tell you, Dr. Barchers, that Friday movie night idea is really what got me through the week when I was younger. So it does work, everyone. And, um, yeah. you know, a lot of it is catching up, like you said, from the past couple of years of um, school from home. But what do you think, from everything that you've seen, what do you think is the most stressful part from this transition? I think the most stressful part is the fact that we felt helpless during that time. We were adjusting to new ways of learning. There was a lot of fear with not knowing what was going to happen. And I think we need to be kind to ourselves. And remember that everybody's a little bit behind. So we're all playing catch up and we're all going to work hard and it's going to be okay in the end. I think we just need to remind ourselves that it's a process. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And if we just work like the uh, old rabbit and the tortoise in the race and just keep plugging along, we'll get there eventually. That's right, right. Get, making it to the finish line is all that matters. Dr. Barchers, any other tips or advice that you'd like to give parents to help their students this summer? I think be collaborative as much as you can. And remember that it is stressful. If you have the resources, get that new first day of school outfit or a new backpack, take a picture when they go off to school, take a picture when they come back, because <laughs> they probably don't look quite as excited and uh, refreshed as they do first thing in the morning. Celebrate the little moments and do that throughout the year. Uh, there's lots of things to look forward to. There's uh, all these celebrations that we do in the fall. Halloween is a big one. Thanksgiving, whatever winter holiday you celebrate. So look at the long-term and the short-term goals. Some great tips, some great advice from Dr. Suzanne Barchers. School is right around the corner, and these are some things that parents can start implementing now to help their students with the transition. Thank you so much, Dr. Barchers, for joining us. You're welcome.